what I don't feel like I do enough is actually sitting back and looking, taking a deep breath and appreciating the things that, not necessarily that I have, but just the blessings that I'm able to have. Welcome to episode 14 of Yellow Color Glasses. And we got a quick client shout out, uh, left us a review. And this client said, we were looking to change all our insurance from home and auto. Jake and Michaela reviewed our needs and found us an excellent carrier and saved us money in the process. They impressed us with their expertise that they had. They were able to answer any questions that we had and we would definitely recommend them for all insurance needs. They will treat you like they would want to be treated, honest, personable, and knowledgeable. So thank you very much. What's the, who was that that did that? It looks like Gordon. Gordon, okay, Gordon. Thanks, Gordon. We appreciate the review. Um, that helps us a ton. And those of you that are watching, any, any, anytime you go leave us a Google review, um, it just helps a ton um, adding those up. So we appreciate you guys leaving those. So today we've got Mr. Aaron Simpson, Mr. On, Aaron the, Simpson. on the podcast. Episode what? 14? This is episode 14. 13. And on the last one, on episode 13, we talked about staying motivated, mm-hmm. specifically in the gym. We talked a lot about that. So it's very fitting that you're on with us today. Because we're going to talk a lot about that. So, right on. Um, if you want to just kind of introduce yourself too, and just kind of tell us a little bit okay. just about yourself, that'd be perfect. Uh, well, they said the name Aaron Simpson. Um, I have been in the gym industry since 1996. So I've been in the been in and around, owned, operated, managed, trained at different gyms for a lot of years. Started my own gyms back in 2002. So when I got into ownership. Okay. And um, so do a lot of other things too financial, mortgage, insurance, other types of business, just kind of anything and everything. But gym is still my number one passion, the thing that I enjoy the most. So. Yeah. Um, what, 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 what was your gym back in 2002? What was your first one? Um, the first gym that I was a part of that uh, was a world gym. Okay. So okay. I started with Bally Total Fitness back when I was right out of high school. Okay. So. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, and Aaron's right next door to us, so um, I would say probably all of us in the office were either here or over at his shop. So yep, every um, day, yeah, yep. See you guys every day. Try some of us board. three times a day. Sometimes so, two yeah. times. Sometimes, sometimes two. Sometimes one. So when you said back in '96, so what, what was the very first gym that you actually owned? Right. Like, when Oh, I was a partner in World Gym okay. back yeah. in the day. Um, so that one we opened from scratch. It was out in another city, but uh, so we opened it up, got it going. So we did pre-sale. We literally sat in a trailer in the parking lot and sold memberships out of that until we were actually op- opening up itself. So now was that a franchise, it or was. was that okay? Yep. Are they still around? I don't know if I've ever yeah, heard of those. Yeah, there's World Gym. It was out of California. There's okay. there's still some somewhere, but not yeah, in our area not as anymore. Much. And then you're with Anytime Fitness now. Yep. So how many, do you just have the one gym over here or how many gyms do you have? No, I have four. So okay. I've got uh, three in Missouri and one in Florida. Okay. Okay. And it's part of a franchise too, so. Okay. So what's the biggest difference between the Missouri gyms here and what you've got going down in Florida? Mm, probably the biggest difference is just in Florida, the community itself is more active. Um, I'd say a lot more people are at the gym and working out there's more gyms because of that than what we have in the midwest um just the warmer weather people obviously less clothing for sure hide underneath you know 12 layers of clothes like we do here in missouri so that and just uh i run it a little bit differently just because of being 13 or whatever 1400 miles away from that gym on a daily basis yeah for sure what um what's probably the i get i mean so it's anytime fitness is a franchise right so i guess 
What does that look like? I've always wanted to. I've always like don't know. We don't. I don't know how anything franchise works. Like I know when we were at State Farm, like that's that's actually kind of treated like a franchise, even though they call it not. You know, it's not. But what does that look like? Like you know, from a I guess the pros and cons of that. I mean, yeah, there's definitely pluses and minuses. Um, Mm -hmm. Having the the name, I think, helps, especially in smaller towns. this town and other towns that we're in have had a lot of other gyms that have been just mom and pop gyms where yeah. I could have called it Aaron's Gym and just opened up. Um, so that has helped just the name itself with as far as people feeling comfortable coming yeah. and joining the gym or being there long term because they think we're going to be around a lot longer because we're For a sure. bigger company. On the other perspective, people don't realize that we are locally owned. So yeah. I've also heard that, well, I don't want to join there because I'd rather join the gym where somebody mm-hmm. that's local owns it. No, I mean, I'm, I'm here. I'm 10 minutes yes. away every yeah. day. Yeah. So that is something that we started changing even in a lot of our advertising where we put in there, even some of our banners out on the highway, we put locally owned and operated yeah. just to help with that sure. stigmatism of taking it away from like, no, we're not billionaires sitting in an office in you know San Diego somewhere owning a gym. Bunch of corporations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do they give you like is there stipulations with with all of that like is it easier to scale a franchise you know a franchise type business or type gym yeah or? i mean i think where some people who get into let's say anytime fitness mm-hmm. a lot of times it's somebody who googles like uh, opportunity or investment mm-hmm. opportunity so when we went to our we have a conference that we do every single year where every owner of comes in and comes to the show okay they put on first for three days I told my wife right away, I was like, you will be blown away that 99% of people will be at this, won't look like they've worked out a day in their life. Gotcha. Because a lot of them are just business people, investors. other careers, investors, things like that. So that's good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, a gym rat doesn't do a very good job of owning a gym. For sure. Because they don't realize one roll of toilet paper hanging in the bathroom is three bucks. Correct. Yeah. I have six of them in each location, so six times three is just toilet paper. So your, your, yeah. your numbers add up really fast. Your finances, your mm-hmm. costs add up really fast. Corporate, they do a good job as far as they give you a lot of like preferred vendors. Okay. One of the things with Anytime is one of the reasons why our franchise fees are cheaper than other franchises out there is because... If you use their vendors, they get commissioned every single time. So okay. when I get toilet paper dropped off, boom, anytime gets a portion of that. So that probably makes it pretty easy. I mean, it's better for me because I don't. I have less fees coming out. Yeah, of you don't have to, and you um, don't have to worry about trying to find the best deal with that too. So right. it kind of makes you like, hey, here's a blueprint, right? Correct. And then now it's your job to run the business, but the the little stuff, right? I mean, right. the stuff that you don't necessarily think about all the time. Yeah, like if I just was Joe Blow off the street and went in and opened up my own gym for the very first time, I would probably struggle yeah. hard at first trying to figure out what do I need, what do I not need, overspending, underspending on certain things. Where they give you a guideline of what they expect. Mm-hmm. And they give you a coach right off the bat that actually teaches you or they're, they're, they're your mm-hmm. right-hand person if you have questions. All that stuff's good. But with that being said, the negative is, is of course, they want you to buy everything under the sun. Yeah. So some of the new ones that are opening now, these people are putting so much money into it just because corporate, of course, wants you to buy Correct. A through Z. Because every time you buy something, they make they're money. They're making money, yeah. Um, to where I've really spun my business into is also doing coaching and counseling and, and um things like that for gyms that are opening and charging mm-hmm. in a fee, whatever it might be where it's an upfront, and then I get a percentage of the deal over the time to where I can go in and show these people like, hey, look, instead of spending 700 grand to open your gym, we could spend 450 and this mm-hmm. is why, and then help them build their membership base from there. Gotcha. So again, yes, there's pluses and minuses. Yeah. I feel like where I'm at right now, my career, I like the franchise aspect of it just because, again, where we're located at, mm-hmm. the cities we're in, I think it brings the name recognition yeah. that it needs. Yep. 
Um, but with that, you just know that you're going to have to deal with some of the BS, for lack of a better word, as well. So. For sure, for sure. Well, I think everything you just said also is what separates I separate you as a gym owner and so, mm-hmm. you know specifically with, specifically with Anytime Fitness because I've been I worked out in quite a few Anytime yeah. Fitness in Warrensburg um, up in Chillicothe when we go places like I've stopped in Springfield mm-hmm. um, obviously the ones that you have you know in Harrisonville worked out there quite a bit Raymore not really um, but there's a noticeable difference in the gyms that you own that are Anytime Fitness and all the other ones that I've been in and yeah. it's not even really close well i appreciate that so it's i i guess my thing is you kind of you kind of already answered it but is what does separate your gyms versus everybody else's yeah it's literally going to ask that same thing because like insurance is same you know there's so many insurance agencies on every corner and i kind of think that's how it is with gyms now again if you're in the in that field like you see them more but yeah like i was going to ask that exact same question is like like how, how do you get a gym, you know somebody to come to your gym versus the other gym across the street that maybe doesn't have a contract or you know five ten bucks less a month or whatever that is? But and before you I go into that answer too, one of the things I also want to say is I feel like especially with this gym here, like I feel like a lot of gyms have like the stigma or oh, yeah. the one way is either okay it's a bunch of meatheads that work out and it's just a bunch of bodybuilders mm-hmm. and the females don't feel welcome or. Right older people don't feel welcome or new people like this gym right here it's a mixture of mm-hmm. everybody and everybody feels comfortable in there. right like, yep everybody even matter. from the staff too and that's i mean it's, like the staff like because that's another thing you go into a gym and most of the time the staff is i don't want to say most of the time but sometimes they you know they do have that i don't know i guess that look or whatever it is and it's like they're almost i don't know you just don't even feel comfortable intimidating whatever right. that is every time that you walk into your guys' gym, it's like, hey, how are you? They could be the freaking most jacked person I've ever seen in my life, or they could just be a normal average Joe, like whatever it is, but they treat you like it should be treated. And I feel like that starts with you, yeah, realistically. Well, I appreciate that. and I. But that's also like opening a gym, or even when I've bought existing gyms, is what does it feel like the second you walk in the door? Correct. Um, is it cold? Is yeah. it dark and dingy? It, does it smell? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, how friendly is the staff? Mm-hmm. Um, those are all things that when I've gone in and I bought a new gym, typically what I'll do is right away I move everything around because I don't like the layout. I don't mm-hmm. like the setup. I think that there is a strategy and a strategic way of setting up a gym to where if I have like the one right next door, the second you walked right in and you turn the corner, the Stairmaster is right there. Mm-hmm. And of course, girls facing the other direction, as soon as you walk in the door, boom, your natural reaction is to look to the right. And then you got a girl on the treadmill or on a, on the Stairmaster right there. I moved it right away. It just, it wasn't a spot where I wanted it as far away as possible. So somebody felt more comfortable to get on that. Yeah. The same thing, like even one of the locations that I bought when you got there, it was terrible. I mean, it just, you didn't want to be there. I want Mm -hmm. our gyms to feel like no other gym that anybody's ever walked into before. I don't want it to be a gym. I want it to be a community. Yep to where we have people that show up to get a 10 minute, 20 minute workout in, but then they spend another 20 minutes with my staff, meeting, talking, mm-hmm. going over life, going over issues. That's what I want. I want it to be a destination where people want to show up every mm-hmm. day, even on a day that they're not motivated to be there because yeah. they know that you know Leslie's going to be there to greet them when they walk Correct. in the door and they automatically know when they get there, they're going to feel better because they're going to talk to Leslie for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. So your staff is huge. I obviously can't be at all my businesses at one time. For sure. Um, so having the right people there, they know right away that my name is the only thing that I have. So you're a representation of me when you're here. Mm-hmm. So my expectation is you know, to represent me to the best of my ability, their ability. 
I don't micromanage my people, yeah. which freaks a lot of people out when they first work for me because I don't want to have to answer every question. I want you to make a decision. And based on that decision, I'm never going to yell at you. If mm-hmm. you make the wrong one, it's going to be like, hey, next time, let's do it this Same way. This, this is way. why. Yeah. But I also am not opposed. I know I learn every single day. Yeah. You know, other gym owners, I learn things from them who've done it two years and I've done this 20 plus. Correct. So also being just open-minded on how you can learn more things, how you can make your gym better. Obviously, the cleanliness of a gym is huge. I use a lot of gyms, and I'm disgusted when I walk into some of them. Like, man, have they ever wiped down a piece? Have they ever swept the floor? So that's very important, too. But I think knowing your community, when I opened up the one in Harrisonville, that gym right away, that kept being told, you don't have enough cardio. You don't have enough cardio. And I'm like, look, for this community, it's a totally different style of community. This Mm -hmm. is more of a lifter's community. Okay. So down there, I I looked at making a gym that had more of that type of equipment in it. And that's the thing with corporate that sometimes gets frustrating is they want you to have this ideal model, but it doesn't work everywhere. Correct. So you, you can't have, have to a blanket know, model. Yeah, across you have to it. know. Yeah. I can't open up a gym and charge $150 a month for unlimited classes. Mm-hmm. People in our area aren't going to spend $150 a month for unlimited classes. So it's figuring out what works best for your area. And, and taking that, but I also want all of mine to be modeled the same from two perspectives. One, any staff member can go work at any of mine and fit right in. That's and smart. two, I want people to go from each location and feel the same thing that they're feeling at one yeah. at the next. That's smart. I didn't even think about that. Cause that's, I mean, that's a big thing in our, even in our industry, you know, finding staff. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. being flexible where, hey, I, we got it. We, we need somebody over at this office. And it's like, okay, how do I run that gym? Well, you already know how to run this gym, so you can run that Correct. one. Correct. And you don't, nobody has enough employees. Nobody has enough funding to have just Joe Blow employees sitting on the sidelines Correct. when you have somebody sick to come in and work. Yep. So you also have to rely on a smaller staff. And, I mean, quite frankly, you guys know, I mean, being an owner of a business, you're the head toilet cleaner. Yep. I mean, when somebody's yep. sick or somebody's not there, I'm there. It's yep. my responsibility exactly. to get there. So, and you have to know all that, you know, people look from the outside like, oh man, you must have this great life. No, when I'm here and I'm working in Missouri, I'm working, yeah. you know, my, my wife and I are putting in hours, yeah. you know, people don't see you like when you get up at two, three, four. So you're saying you don't just, you know, open up a gym, put some equipment in there, charge a monthly fee and then peace out. No, it's not. It's field, any it's time, you know, you, you, yeah, you don't, you can, you can just up. scan a card and go in and work out. What yeah. do you have to, <laughs> you know, but I know that's probably what you've gotten at some point or yeah. maybe not that extreme, but. Um, it just seems very simple, but there's, I feel like there's so much stuff that goes into it that, you know, that we don't even think about. Yeah, and, and hiring the right staff is key with that too. You know, like I tell all of my staff is like your story is what's going to sell memberships, mm-hmm. your struggles, yeah. your being, you being able to relate with Susie when she walks in the door, who's been struggling with weight over the years. I've been told numerous times that people will drive through our parking lot numerous times before they even had the nerve to walk in the door the first time. Just kind of see what it looks like inside. Correct. Yeah. So knowing that, that's why I want the second they walk in the door, I want them to be greeted. You know, if somebody's back clean in a bathroom, obviously they can't greet them, but right away they're up there, they're greeting them with a smiling face, you know, welcoming them in Mm -hmm. and not having it to where I've worked out at a lot of gyms, worked out at a lot of gyms where they had all of the sales guys in like a bullpen area that yeah. stared out on the floor. Mm-hmm. And every time you looked over there, all you saw was a bunch of dudes staring at you while you're working out. Yep. I don't want that. You know, I yep. want the opposite of that. I want, like you guys said, I want any type of person, shape, size, health, whatever, to be able mm-hmm. to walk in and feel comfortable there. Yep. Do we do everything perfect? No. no. Do we have things we can work on every day? Yes. I mean, those are all things that you just have to know that 
you do your best on all those. You fight the battles that you can fight. No matter what you do, there's always going to be somebody that's going to complain. Mm -hmm. As clean as our gyms are, we still get complaints. And it shocks me. You know, it, it, my staff's like, how do you not get mad? How do you not get offended? Because you'd be offended or you'd be mad all the time with some of the ridiculous things that you get told. Yeah. Um, but you just have to just brush it off and know that you're doing your best to make it to work mm -hmm. and then work on the things that need to be worked on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. When you're talking about um, just all the time that you're putting in, I love it when people shoot the text to you and they say, "Must be nice to control your own schedule," or "Must mm -hmm. be nice to be able to go go hunting or whatever." And it's like nobody thinks about all of the all the must be nice. Yeah, must be nice to you know not have to get up at three a.m. and yeah. then come in and train every single day because yeah, Aaron's you're doing every that every single day. We see it. We see it every single day. And yeah, it, it always makes me really happy. Like whenever I'm in the gym and I see somebody that is new in there that definitely is making a change in their lifestyle mm -hmm. and you know they're putting themselves out there in front of everybody that's in there and i feel i don't know i just keep coming back to the fact that everybody feels comfortable in there and yeah it's um and it's we, pretty cool we talked about that on the last podcast too about you know what state and what makes people motivated right well you got to have some kind of emotional attachment to that motivation like you can't just be like i just want to get jacked okay why do you want to be jacked you know is it because you want to feel better if you want to look better whatever that is like you got to have something there and i feel like you know one it's just getting there sometimes is the hardest part so getting there and i feel like when you get there it's like okay now now you almost have everybody else because your guys is a gym in my opinion at least is like I know, I mean, I'm there. We're there. We're pretty consistent same on when we're there, same time and everything. And if I'm gone for three or four days or a week, it's noticed, right? And if you get there, like that's cool. I think. I, I mean, for me, like I like that. I I like that. If I'm not there, you know, Tina's like, "Where you been?" I'm like, yeah. you know. So that's cool. And I think that that again, that all starts with 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 what you're doing, you know. And I mean, you got to have. I know you said earlier that you got to. Okay, this is Aaron Simpson's name on the. You know, everybody's working. You know, your word is on the on the line here. But you you have to have your must be doing something right for them to just even respect your name in general, right? For them to say, okay, hey, right. this is Aaron's name. Aaron does us very well. He treats us this way, so we got to make this guy proud. You don't you know get respect without earning respect. Right, and I think that you know whether it's motivation in the gym or whether it's motivation in business, whether it's just motivation in life in general, you have to figure out why you want to do it you have to figure out how you're going to do it you have to schedule it and you also have to figure out why have you never been able to do it right. you know like somebody yeah. like it's it's just as hard for me when i take a couple days off as it is to the person that comes in that wants to lose 100 pounds and takes a week off it's easy for me to go eh, i've taken two days off i'm gonna take the next one off today. yeah and then before you know it you got four days and this is what i love mm -hmm. my favorite time of the day every day is to get my own workout in correct um, so me taking a couple days off, that's why you also have to understand the other person's perspective as well. On the yeah. other side, it is very easy when you take a few days off mm -hmm. to fall off the wagon and yeah. now you're out of the gym for a month. Yeah. That's why also I tell people all the time, like if, if you're used to going to taco Tuesday, but you've put on your calendar that Tuesday evening at six o'clock, you're going to work out because I stress that you need a calendar. It needs to be on your calendar every day or whatever, however many days a week you're going to work out. What's your expect? Like you guys, you're there at the same time all the time. That's something that I encourage people to do because then it just becomes part of your daily routine. Yep. If somebody invites you to taco Tuesday, the next Tuesday and you go, it's going to be Wednesday again. There's going to yep. be another excuse Thursday. There's going to be another excuse. So you have to say, no, no, I'm going to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. I'll meet you afterwards if that's what it is. You know, Correct. that that case. Yep. But again, take gym world out of the whole entire thing. It That's also just life in general. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are, you know, like, yes, if you want to be successful, you got to work. Mm-hmm. Um, does it mean that when you have time to go hunting, you go? Yeah, because you also have to unwind. Correct. I don't enjoy getting up every single day at that time, but I know the day like yesterday when I didn't have to get up that early, I didn't get up until 8. Now I was wide awake for hours, mm-hmm. but I took the time that I knew I needed just mentally just to refocus, yep. relax, chill, and then reset myself for the next day when I knew today was going to be that day that I'm up super early and I'm going, going to 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. yeah, no, I would agree with that. And, and that's stuff that we're learning. And, you know, outside looking in, like, I know I've always had a ton of respect for you, like, especially with all the other things you do. Like, I know we're talking about the gyms, but, I mean, we've had conversations before on the stuff you want to do and the stuff that you are doing. Um, you just bought an Airbnb down at the Lake of the Ozarks, right? Yep. Um, so that's, I don't know, there's just so much stuff that you do that, you know, it's one thing to run one business, but it's one thing to run four or five businesses right. or whatever else, right? Like, there was a portion of the time in my career where I couldn't have done what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And I remember even having a conversation one time with a business partner of mine and literally telling him, you're doing too many things. You can't focus long enough on one of them to make one successful when you're trying to bounce around and do four yeah. or five. The reason why I'm at where I'm at now, one, is I got the people around me that I know I can do that. Yeah. You know, if I don't show up in my gym in Florida for you know, four months, mm-hmm. it still runs every single day. Yeah. It still operates every day. I don't have to be there. I shouldn't have to be in any of my locations here in Kansas City either. My people Correct. that I put in place should be able to run it when I'm not Correct. there. They were taught by me. Now when they bring people underneath them, they teach them mm-hmm. what I've taught them. So now my main thing too is I want everybody to be, no matter if they're talking to me or any one of my staff, people are hearing the same thing. Yep. It's not a script. I've never written a script one time in my life for somebody. Is that necessary at times? Yes. But I want them to just know this is my heart. This is my passion. I want to see people get healthy. Yeah. Um, I don't look at somebody's weight and honestly care what they weigh. It's how if they feel. It's how they feel. Yep. That's what I encourage people. I'm like, look, if you just would give it a time, yep. give it six weeks before you step on the scale again. Because who cares what happens in six weeks? But I promise you, week one, you're going to feel better. Week two, you're going to be sleeping better. Week three, your your whole life probably could change Mm -hmm. by then. You'll be more motivated by week four. I guarantee your business and your work ethic, everything is better. People just don't give it that that chance. Um, That's why I strongly encourage people to be early morning workout people. It's not fun. I've been doing it now for... I don't even know, since I met my wife 20-something years because she was an early riser. I wasn't. Man, I was a night owl. So whenever we got married and I was up till 1 or 2 and she had been to bed since 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. I watched four movies at the time while she was in bed or whatever it was. And then at 8 o'clock, I'm struggling to get myself out of bed the yeah. next day. And then we started working out at 5 in the morning, and it was hard. You know, it, I'm telling you, six months, it was hard for me. I did yeah. not want to get out of bed. I w- it's easier knowing that I was going with her. She was going regardless if I'm going or not. Yeah. But now that I got into that routine, it's awesome. You get it over with, your day is started right, you feel better all day long, you know your food schedule, your balance of food and health, nutrition the rest of the day, your water intake, everything is so much better. But well, it doesn't work for everybody, and I get that. Some correct. people, there's no way they can work out yeah, that early. Whether but it's just a kids com- or school or yeah. class or But it's job. just accomplishing something. And again, we talked about this last on the last podcast, is like waking up. Like So I wake up, and Michaela usually will um, leave for work before I do. 
and I'll make the bed every morning, right? That's one thing that's accomplished. I know it's so cliche. You know, you've heard multiple people talk about that, but it's just accomplishing something every single day, no matter, because there's days, and I, I know I talk about this a lot, where I feel like I didn't get anything accomplished, right? So going to the gym, bam, you've got one thing done. You've got right. one thing completed already, and now that can feel good. Even if the rest of your day is absolute dog shit, like you've at least completed one big task that maybe, uh, I don't know what the percentage of people that work out and don't work out, but you know, majority of people don't go to the gym on a daily day, on a day-to-day basis. Right. And you know, and, it, and that's also too, like, you know, there's so much good content out there. As much as social media, in my opinion, is a bad thing, there's also so much good that it can, that it can be as well. Just because you see somebody on social media doing a cold plunge every single day to start their day and then they do this and they do that, doesn't mean that that's what you have to do. You have to figure out what is your thing that motivates you and gets you out of bed every single day and that could be completely different than everybody else's. But I know one thing, before your feet hit that floor, I every single day try to say a little prayer because your day either can start off the right way or the wrong way based on how you get out of bed. And there are some days, like today's a perfect example, I did not want to get up. It was just like a struggle, but I knew I had to get up, I got to get myself motivated, I get in the shower and I get my day going. And however that, whatever you do during that time period is, is important to me. You know, that time in the shower for me is a podcast time or a message time or something like that to where as I'm getting ready in the morning, I'm listening to somebody else talk basically almost like a motivational thing or a gospel thing to where my mind is focused before I even walk out my door of my house. That's something that's very important to me. My time in my office is a time where a podcast or something is on in the background to, again, motivate me. I'm not somebody that I feel like needs a ton of motivation. I'm not somebody who needs the rah-rah speech every single day. Some people are, and that's great. But for me, it's just listening to somebody else's success or somebody else's pain or struggles then that's how you learn that's how you grow that's how you learn and knowledge is if we didn't go through things you don't feel pain you don't learn so you know struggling in business having a failed business having a successful business you know and acknowledging I, I, those failures probably right. too yeah like hey and i then, messed up that's right. okay you know don't try to like, oh, well, that was okay. We, you know, we could have done this or, and not actually acknowledging it, but acknowledging like, yeah, we got to do better here. Yeah. And your, your ability to also not be afraid to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, when I have a staff person or a client break down in front of me, they're embarrassed. And I stop and I said, look, stop. Don't be embarrassed about this. Our relationship just got stronger because you were vulnerable in front of me. You know, you broke down. You told me a deep, dark thing in your life or something you were struggling with our relationship just got stronger. Yep. Now I know how it, I can help that person even more because I finally figured out what that was. Mm-hmm. You know, What was that major thing holding that person back? I've told trainers that I hire, until your client cries in front of you, you haven't reached your client yet. When they break down in front of you and they cry in front of you, I guarantee you, you're hugging your client after that. Maybe you've never even touched your client before mm-hmm. that. Um, now you're hugging, you're learning, you're listening, and that communication is opened up totally different than where you were at before. So, I mean, but again, did I know all this stuff? Do I know all of it now? No, but I've also been married 18 years and in 18 years, I don't approach every situation with my wife correctly, but I've also gone and I've learned. Correct. You know, when you get married, you fall in love, you meet a girl, your dreams or a guy of your dreams, whoever it might be, you get married, you just think it's going to be easy. And then you get married and you're like, Oh, first couple of years, you're like, Oh, this is easy. And then you all of a sudden one day go, Whoa, what happened? You know? And it was learning, you know, it's not being afraid again to be vulnerable, to go out and meet with somebody if you need to, 
or talk to somebody, whatever it takes so that you can learn more mm-hmm. how to be a better communicator. Yep. So you're not defensive, so you're not pointing fingers, those things. Do I do it right every single time? No, but I've learned enough now to where I can, if I do it wrong the first time, I can circle back and make my apology yep. and make it right. So and I think all of that relates back to even just being a business owner. I mean, you're not going to handle every situation perfectly. You know, you're going to lose your, you know, crap sometimes. And mm-hmm. then you just have to, you know, if you do that, then you come back and you make the situation right and you learn from it. Yep. No, that's, that's good. I mean, I can't agree enough with that. Yeah, that's um, a really good points. Well, okay. So when you're talking about staying motivated and like learning as far as like your, your day to day with, with, with the gym or just focus on, on just whatever it is, what are, what's it like as far as like, what do you do from a business standpoint with everything else that you're doing? Like, do you, do you have other things that I know where you're at in your career, you're, you seem pretty set on here. Here's your routine. Here's what you've got going. Is there, are there more things that you're constantly like thinking about, Hey, what can I do next? What can I add to it? Oh are yeah. You listening to, are you listening to, to different people and, and, you know, figuring out kind of your next move? Definitely. And I mean, that's my mind never stops, you know, like every situation that I know, even today, before even being here in my head, not even knowing what we were talking about today, I was role playing in my head Mm -hmm. of what we might talk about today. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, my mind never stops thinking about what's the next thing I can do. I also have to be very patient, too, because there's times I feel like honestly, right this second in my career, I feel like I've kind of hit a lull where everything's great, you know, businesses could be better, nothing's bad, but I just feel like I haven't done something new in a little while. And so now I almost put pressure on myself to figure out what's the next thing. And that's can be very deadly in business because then you go make the wrong decision. So my wife and I talked about it early on in our marriage, like, hey, when we do things in our life, there's always gonna be a struggle. There's gonna be a little bit pushback that you have to fight through sometimes to get to what you wanna do in business. But if there's so many roadblocks, boom, we're walking away. You know, and I didn't learn that. I made some decisions sometimes in business that my wife didn't agree in um, that turned around and not be the best mm-hmm. thing we've ever done. Yep. There's been things that I've done that maybe she didn't agree in, but it's turned out well. So you just kind of have to go with your gut. You know, if you're a believer, you gotta pray. You know, you gotta really listen to what you feel like you should be doing is and again if y'all go back to the thing to where do your research put your time in you and i have talked about how important i feel like a business plan or business proposal Mm -hmm. is if you're ever you know not only that let's take it back even to where we've even been talking about it just on the fitness side of things you're not going to write a business proposal or a business plan on your workout but you need to have a plan Mm -hmm. So if you're just walking in the gym every day or walking into business every day and you don't actually have a plan, then yeah, you're never going to get anywhere. You guys saw my old school calendar. Mm-hmm. I keep an old school day planner. And yeah, so Aaron has a beautiful, <laughs> colorful. Do we have it in here? Yeah, it's on uh, the let's floor. pull it out here. Let's let's get it because yeah. I every time the first time I saw it, I'm like, what the hell? what is that? And I'm, he's like, oh, I got to write this down. We're going to lunch. <laughs> yeah. I love no, and I love it. Like it, I mean that's. Because that's one thing I do. I don't do it to that extreme at all. But every day, like you guys see the people, like the list on my page, I'll do a to-do list. And it could be easy stuff. It could it could be a lot of stuff that I end up putting off, whatever it is. But it's on that list every single day. And it makes me feel more accomplished. But that's the next yeah. level there. Well, I opened it up and there's a quote. The reward is worth the sacrifice right when I opened the thing up. So there yeah. you go. But, you know, again, I put on there everything I have to do during the day. I put down what my actual workout is. 
and I try to game plan for the whole entire week what I anticipate I'm going to need to do for the whole mm-hmm. entire week. Now, does it always get done in that week? No. If you go back weeks, I'll take something from the Monday before, write it on the Monday next, you know, to put on my list. But it's just staying organized with that and also knowing your weaknesses and your strengths. There are things that I used to do that I felt like I wasn't as good at, and but now I have a staff member that's better at it than me. Well, that's something that I teach them, and then they've taken over that for me, that yep. role, to where it really helps me stay focused on other things. Like, how can I generate more money, whether it's for each location, me personally, another business? How can I every single day learn a way to generate more money? And it's not about money necessarily. Like, you know, I'm not that person that wants you know, what was the Powerball the other day? $1.9 mm-hmm. billion, dollars. like who cares? I don't even care about that kind of money. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's, if I'm generating more money, then that's more money that I can hire more people, employ more people, mm-hmm. and I feel like hopefully bring them into a job or a situation that again, just like our gyms, why is this gym so different or why does it feel so much different than the other gym I've gone to before? What working for me and I'm not the end-all be-all, but what working for me could be better than the job that they've had before. How can I reach them? My staff is like family to me. Um, I care for them a lot. I don't call them and go, hey, what are the numbers like today? It's usually like, how's your day? What's life like? What are you up to? You know, and then I know I put them in the position to, to run the gyms the way that I want. So they already know my expectations. So I don't really even need to bring those up regularly they already know what i expect so it's just like hey where are you at in life yeah yeah i really like that too i think and i think that probably comes with experience of what you just said mm-hmm. like, was there a time, was there a time whenever you were first you know maybe 10 years ago 15 years ago whenever you maybe didn't have that attitude with your employees yeah because was i was very bad take at, a step back i was very bad at delegating um if i didn't do it myself then i didn't think anybody's gonna be able to do it the we way talk I about want. that all the time here. yeah and I even had, there was a sticker on here at one point in time. Yeah, I fixed it because I feel like I'm the fixer. Because mm-hmm. I, I want people to go in and do the way that they've been taught. But if I have to fix it, I don't mind. And I tell them that right off the bat. Look, if we have to go in later and fix something, it's fine. We'll fix it. Mm-hmm. Or you may tell me that like, hey, the reason I did it this way is because of X, Y, Z. And I might go, great, keep doing it that way. So... But no, I wasn't very good at it at first. I was very bad at managing people. I was put into management position at a very, very young age. So I hadn't, didn't have any experience. I didn't have any knowledge on how to do it. So what I've learned is a lot by mistake. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot by people. I'll have been staff leave. I'll still have staff leave the rest of my life. You guys will have staff leave. Mm-hmm. It's just turnover happens. But I've lost employees in the past because I didn't know how to manage them. And now I hopefully won't have that problem again, but you know, it has happened in the past. For sure. But it does come from experience. I mean, when you're a young kid, you think you know everything. And when somebody tells you, oh, just wait till you get older, just wait till you get older, you'll learn. And I can sit back at my age now, I turn 44 next week. And at my age now, I can look back and go, yeah, I did things very bad at first. Mm -hmm. To where now after 20 something years of being, I haven't been guaranteed a paycheck since 2000 and maybe 2000 or 2001. So I've been living on my own or, you know, mm-hmm. per se business wise, every single for that, however many years. So, so yeah, again, which is awesome. but that's what also why it was hard at the beginning. Cause that's why I felt like I had to do everything, you know, and I, and I had told so many business mentors that kept saying, don't do what I did. 
don't work 40 years of your career, miss everything about life, and then look back on and regret that you didn't spend the time doing this or doing that that you want to do. So, I mean, I carve out time for that. Yesterday afternoon, I was done at like 3 o'clock, 3.30. My wife wanted me to do something, and I'm like, no, I'll get to it. I will do it tonight, but I'm going for a ride on my bike. You know, and I went for an hour-long ride just around just to clear my head, re-motivate, think, you know, just to you know, what's next kind of, you know, almost having my own like yep. brainstorming conference on my own while I'm riding around and it's just something I needed, you know, and you have to take that time to do that. Yeah, for sure. So what do you struggle with? Cause, cause outside looking in, I know I'm mean, no one's ever perfect or got it all down. Right. Like what, what is something that you struggle with today? Um, you know, I, I know you said earlier that, you know, it's hard to, you know you got to focus on one business and making sure it's it's there i think you're there i think your your gyms are scalable like you you've not i mean you've done that right you've got one in harrisonville raymore now you have another one in another state like so i guess like what is something that you right now think that you could improve on i I know there's i'm I'm, i know there's a lot of stuff right you the right answer probably is like there's we can always improve but like what's one thing like i personally try to figure out one thing that i can improve on because if you're trying to improve on everything and you let me know your thoughts on this it's it's kind of overwhelming right like i I feel like i could be better in so many different categories you know categories my wife categories is you know business partners and a boss or whatever that role might be but it's almost like you got to pick one or two things maybe and say okay hey I'm going to focus on getting better in this category and then I'm going to check that off my box and then I'm going to pick another category and move forward and that again maybe that's bad good I don't know but that's what I'm trying to do right now with where I'm at no I think that's great I think it's because you can't um, I think it goes back to even just like what we talked about earlier about as far as what I wasn't good at in the past I think those things I can still be better at. The delegating part, I don't feel like I need to do that anymore. But I feel like my communication with staff sometimes can be better. Some of my employees, you know, when you get running all day long and you're busy and you're doing this and you're doing that, you forgot to you you'll forget to just reach out. Okay. Um, this is funny, so don't take it the wrong way. Anybody that's listening, but most of my staff now are females. So if I don't reach out to them on a weekly basis, I'll get, "Are you mad at me?" And it's like, gotcha. no, I'm not mad at you at all. And yeah. it's because I didn't reach out to him the week before. Those are things that I know I can be better at is just reaching out to him, even if it's just a simple little, mm-hmm. you know, hey, how's your day going kind of thing. Or sometimes when somebody asks me a question, I'll just answer it real quick. And like I tell them all the time, like I leave my text messages unopened and that's kind of like my to-do list. So if they send me a text and I don't get back to them, just know that that's something that's on my list. So I think just my communication still with my staff could be better. Um, I'll get a thank you like I did for one of my staff members yesterday, like thanking me for everything I do. And I'm just kind of like, I even said, why? Mm -hmm. Why are you thanking me? Like, I feel like I could do more every day for my staff. Um, So I feel like maybe that's my own internal thing that I have to work on. But I feel like I could do more stuff for them every single day, Um, be more around. You know, the bad thing about having as many things or being involved as many things as I do is that if I'm not there, it's not a bad thing because if I have to be there, then it is a bad thing. They're not doing their job. So if I'm not there and they don't see me for a while, then I know they know. Absolutely. Now, so whenever you said that, um, you know, your struggle is kind of maybe communicating a little bit more sometimes. I think though, it goes it goes with the fine line of what you said earlier. Is you used to not delegate. You used to, or yeah. So like you're trying not to micromanage your people. There's a fine line between communicating too much, constantly telling them you know, this or that, here's what's good, here's what's bad, and it being like overboard versus right. 
the same you know the same concept of oh wait they you know they haven't reached out it was like that way in education too like some some teachers want constantly every day they want you know kind of pat on the back others are like if you leave me alone that's great that means i'm doing my job there's nothing to right. there's nothing to, to worry about um so it, everybody's different but i think that's one thing that even you know that we're learning is and we're here with our, our employees every day, so it's different, you know? So that's not even something we think about. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but the way that we're communicating with them, there is a fine line between being, you know, too micromanaging yep. or not right. keeping enough track, you know, or not reaching out enough. Um, so that's something that we're definitely learning, and, and I think we're getting better at it. And I think it's hard, it's even, it's, it's probably pretty hard for us, and at least I have this trouble sometimes, is, wanting to know what everybody's doing right and like to delegate like with you like you have to delegate I mean I don't know I don't I guess you can you can actually go back because you could also stress yourself out that you need to be at every single gym every single day versus us we just have to be at one place so I don't know man that's that's a hard one but that's a good because I do like I think we've we've all talked about that as well even when we first opened up you know doing the business plan on on your guys's couch on Tuesday, Wednesday nights, like you know, like that was stuff that we wanted to talk about or wanted to do with our business was have a great, just healthy place to work where people right. they like coming here more than what they even like being at their own house, right? right. Because that's where we're here. We're here, the, you know, at, at work most yeah. of the time. So right. it's got to be fun. Um, so I don't know. That that's really good to hear because it's possible because you guys yeah. are a living proof of it, man. Right, and it's also it's. Um, going back to even the whole like micromanaging people like me not being there like I can't you know that's just I used to stress myself out like you said about going to each gym every day and I did I tried every day to go to each location and just bounce around and I honestly I wasn't very productive doing that I think the members and my staff loved it every day but me professionally wasn't very productive because I was spending so much time going in and not doing things to help produce more business or produce more things for the business because I was just there kind of almost being like an appearance. Mm-hmm. For sure. Go walk in the yeah. door, have everybody see me, talk to everybody, and then boom, I'm out the door and I leave. And I'm not getting as much done. Now for me, whenever I'm done for, I'm not done for the day, but when I walk out of the gyms yeah. for the last day, for the last part of the day and I go to my office, now I'm there and I'm focused and I'm just working on the things that I have to get done or game planning or business planning for the next thing. So it is important to to know what that fine line is and whatever that is, you know, that's what you have to come up with. And I think also every employee is different too. I have employees that I know every day need to hear from me. Mm-hmm. And then I have ones that basically kind of want to just be left alone and do their own thing. And that's the way it should be. And the ones that you know need more work, not more work, but more of your time, then you need to figure out how to give them that. And then there's a time where you have to shut off too. You know, for me, I'll answer my phone. I'm an early riser. I'll, I don't typically like to respond to something super early in the morning unless it's an emergency, just because I don't want people to always think that I'm 100% available and that I have to have my time outside of my life too. But my shut off is at nighttime. When my wife closes her shop up for the day and she's done working, I'm done. And unless it's an emergency, you're not going to hear from me till the next day. Just because that's my time that I have to balance yeah. now with her too. So definitely, tons of tons of good um, just advice on yeah. learning. I know there's several things that you said that just are really clicking with me too mm-hmm. to evaluate and think about um, just moving forward with the way that yep. that I go about doing things. Uh, so appreciate you coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah, this you're has welcome. been great, man. Like, and that's one thing as well. It's like anybody who's listening to this, like Aaron. 
I don't think it, I don't know if I've ever heard a bad thing ever said about Aaron Simpson. So For sure. Um, well, I'm sure there is. There's people out there that I don't know. Like oh, well, you're of course, <laughs> but you get my point. Like you're always yeah. easy. Like it, I have a hard time not coming in and wanting to just sit there and talk to Aaron. Like, what's up, man? And yeah. it's like he's training. I'm trying to work out. Like so, it that's he's that easy to talk to. So if you guys haven't signed up with any type of fitness, like for real, like they are the spot to be. And yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, and everything comes back to like people have poured in hours and hours and hours into me. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to do the same thing for other people. Yep. Um, I have been very fortunate to meet a lot of really cool people, a lot of very successful people, a lot of very famous people. And I've learned something from all of them mm-hmm. to where I feel like it's up to me to then give that knowledge back out to yep. somebody else. My wife will say that she doesn't, she'll watch me and it doesn't matter if the person's 10 or 90 I'm going to treat everybody the same Mm -hmm. I love to joke around with people I love to find out what they're passionate about I like to tease people you know Mm -hmm. and it's just it's giving back it's making somebody smile I said something about your wife the other day Mm -hmm. and like and your wife's the same way just them walking in the gym Mm -hmm. you could be having a rough day they smile at you and you're like oh okay feel better you know so just knowing that that is something that you can give to somebody I go in the grocery store and I talk to people you Mm -hmm. know and say hi to people one usually they look at me in a way that they think I'm not going to be that way. Yeah. So for me, it's one of those things that I don't think about that anymore. Like, oh, I need to say something to them so they don't mm-hmm. think I'm this creep or whatever the yeah. thing is. I, it's just who I am. You yeah. know, like I want to go in and I want to meet people I learned a long time ago. Book knowledge is great, but it's not about what you know in the world. It's about who you know. Yep. The next person that you could meet could be an opportunity for you to take your business or your personal life or something to the next level and just taking those moments and grasping them. Answer one of your questions, one of the things I just came back to think, what I don't feel like I do enough is actually sitting back and looking, taking a deep breath and appreciating the things that, not necessarily that I have, but just the blessings that I've been able to have. Pat yourself on the back with all the good stuff you're doing because you got to do that too but i get i think i get what you're saying as well i feel like one of the first times that ever happened to me my wife and i had this awesome opportunity last year to get on a boat in fort lauderdale take it all the way down in the keys and i literally just sat there on the boat looking around going how is this possible how did i get here you know like and i know how i got there i mean nothing in life is going to happen without god you know Mm -hmm. one but two, it's like, you know, we've worked hard, we've gotten to that point, we've met the, you know, some really awesome, freaking cool people that have become super good friends who've blessed us as well. But just to sit back and like just, you know, here we have the coolest sunset sunrise. I know everyone I tried getting a picture of it. There was a yeah. reflection in the gym. Yeah. I, I I don't know if you saw it because you were probably here before it got light out, but literally the reflection in the entire the entire strip center. I'm like, yeah, it, was awesome. it was orange and the yellow and the purple. Like it was yeah. like beautiful. Yeah, and taking that opportunity to just sit back and go, wow, mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Look how fortunate my life is. Yep. You know, we pick ourselves apart. We beat ourselves up. We look at ourselves in a negative manner sometimes. We think, oh, I want this or, oh, if only this happened. And we don't actually just stop mm-hmm. and just, like, take that deep breath and yep. go, wow, I've got a great life. Yep. So I'm very fortunate. So, Yep. Y'all should. I think, I think yeah. that's one thing, yeah, everybody can be better at. It. The kids of what has what mm-hmm. made me do that. I, didn't, I never mm-hmm. did that before. Now I'm having a bad day or having an amazing day, and I'm with them. Mm-hmm. It's like... Sometimes it almost it almost just brings just like happy tears to your eyes and yeah. just thinking about everything that you have mm-hmm. um, and the opportunities that we have. Yep. It's, it's awesome. And so. you don't have to run a business to do that Absolutely. to do anything. No. You can be the best employee you can be, and you just be that, right? Like just just anybody can. Everybody's blessed with something, and it's just it's literally looking at your mm-hmm. situation, loving it, 
and being happy. And that right. doesn't matter what your situation is. Yep. Everybody can be happy. Thank cool. you guys. Yep. Thanks awesome guys. Thanks for everybody listening and watching. Thanks. Damn.